You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 285. We're continuing in the book of Jeremiah. And if you're drinking a glass of red wine right now while you're listening to this, you might want to put that glass down. Because in chapter 25, the Lord passes a glass of red wine around. And this is a glass not representing his blood. Instead, this one represents his anger. And those who drink of it will get drunk and go crazy. And the Lord wants all the nations who don't obey him to drink from this cup. And as we know, Jeremiah has been trying to warn the people that disaster is coming, that the Lord is angry, that they need to change their ways. Well, finally, the people get the better of him, and they all decide to grab him while he's prophesying at the temple of the Lord. And some of the other leaders come out of the king's palace. They go straight to the temple of God where all the ruckus is happening. And they share a few words about Jeremiah and the things he's saying. You have to look at it from this perspective. Just imagine if somebody were to go to the White House, a symbol of power in the free world, and said, one day the White House is going to burn to the ground and so are all of your major cities. You know, we would automatically think this person's a threat to the nation, right? This is a, here's a terrorist. So the leaders have a chance to say a few things. And you might be surprised at their reaction to Jeremiah's words. We're also finishing the book of 1 Thessalonians. Paul gives us a clue as to when the Lord will return. And Paul talks about the coming of Christ when he will redeem his people, both alive and dead. It's a fitting conclusion to his first letter to the Thessalonians. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Jeremiah 25, verses 15 to 38. Judgment on the nations of the world. The Lord. The God of Israel said this to me, Jeremiah, take this cup of wine from my hand. It is the wine of my anger. I am sending you to different nations. Make all the nations drink from this cup. They will drink this wine. Then they will vomit and act like crazy people. They will do this because of a war that I will soon bring against them. So I took the cup of wine from the Lord's hand. I went to those nations and I made them drink from the cup. I poured this wine for the people of Jerusalem and Judah. I made the kings and leaders of Judah drink from the cup. I did this so that all Judah would be left in ruins, a place destroyed so badly that people would be filled with shock to see it. I wanted their enemies to make fun of their misery. I did this so that people would use Judah's name as a curse. And that is what has happened. Then I made all these other people drink from the cup. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, his officials, his important leaders, all his people, and all the foreigners who live there. 
I also gave it to the kings of the land of Us, and all the kings of the land of the Philistines. These were the kings of the cities of Ashkelon, Gaza, Ekron, and what remains of the city Ashdod. Then I gave the cup to the people of Edom, Moab, and Ammon, and also to the kings of Tyre and Sidon, and the kings of the faraway countries. I gave it to the people of Dedan, Tema, and Buzz, and all those who cut their hair at the temples. I gave it to the kings of Arabia, who live in the desert, and to the kings from Zimri, Elam, and Media. I gave it to the kings of the north, those who were far and near. I made them drink one after the other. I made all the kingdoms that are on earth drink from that cup. Finally, after all these other nations, the king of Babylon will drink from it too. Jeremiah, say to those nations, This is what the Lord, all-powerful, the God of Israel says. Drink this cup of my anger. Get drunk from it and vomit. Fall down and don't get up. Don't get up because I am bringing wars against you. They will refuse to take the cup from your hand. They will refuse to drink it, but you will tell them. This is what the Lord All-Powerful says. You will surely drink from this cup. I am already making these bad things happen to Jerusalem, the city that is called by my name. Maybe you people think that you will not be punished. You are wrong. You will be punished. I'm giving the command for war to come against all the people of the earth. This message is from the Lord. Jeremiah, give the people this warning from me. The Lord will shout from heaven. He will roar like thunder from his holy temple to give a loud warning against his people. He will shout like the workers trampling grapes. He will shout against everyone on earth. That sound will echo throughout the earth, announcing that the Lord is accusing the nations. He will judge all people on earth, and he will kill the wicked with his sword. This message is from the Lord. This is what the Lord, all-powerful, says. Disasters will soon spread from country to country. They will come like a powerful storm to all the faraway places on earth. The dead bodies of those killed by the Lord will reach from one end of the earth to the other. No one will cry for them. No one will gather up their bodies and bury them. They will be left scattered on the ground like manure. Shepherds, you should be leading the sheep. Start crying, you great leaders. Roll around on the ground in pain, you leaders of the sheep. It is now time for your slaughter. You will be scattered everywhere, like pieces flying from a broken jar. There will be no place for the shepherds to hide. They will not escape. I hear the shepherds shouting. I hear the leaders of the sheep crying because the Lord is destroying their pastures. Those peaceful pastures will be ruined because of the Lord's anger. Like a lion leaving his cave, he leaves his people behind. So their land will be left in ruins. 
by the attacks of the enemy army and by the Lord's terrible anger. Jeremiah 26. Jeremiah speaks at the temple. This message came from the Lord during the first year that Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, was king of Judah. This is what the Lord said. Jeremiah, stand in the courtyard of the temple of the Lord. Give this message to all the people of Judah who are coming to worship at the temple of the Lord. Tell them everything that I tell you to speak. Don't leave out any part of my message. Maybe they will listen and obey my message. Maybe they will stop living such evil lives. If they change, I will change my mind about my plans to punish them. I am planning this punishment because of the many evil things they have done. You will say to them. This is what the Lord says. I gave my teachings to you. You must obey me and follow my teachings. You must listen to what my servants, the prophets, say to you. I have sent my prophets to you again and again, but you did not listen to them. If you don't obey me, I will make my temple in Jerusalem just like my holy tent at Shiloh. People all over the world will think of Jerusalem when they ask for bad things to happen to other cities. The priests, the prophets, and all the people heard Jeremiah say these words at the Lord's temple. Jeremiah finished speaking everything the Lord had commanded him to say to the people. Then the priests, the prophets, and all the people grabbed Jeremiah. They said, You will die for saying such terrible things. How can you say that this temple will be destroyed like the one at Shiloh? How can you say that Jerusalem will be destroyed so badly that no one can live here? How dare you say such things in the name of the Lord? All the people gathered around Jeremiah in the temple of the Lord. Now the leaders of Judah heard about everything that was happening. So they came out of the king's palace and went up to the Lord's temple. They took their places at the entrance of the new gate, which leads to the Lord's temple. Then the priests and the prophets spoke to the leaders and all the other people. They said, Jeremiah should be killed. He said bad things about Jerusalem. You heard him say those things. Then Jeremiah said to the leaders of Judah and all the other people, The Lord sent me to say these things about this temple and this city. Everything that you have heard is from the Lord. You people, change your lives. You must start doing good. You must obey the Lord your God. If you do that, he will change his mind. He will not do the bad things he told you about. As for me, I am in your power. Do to me what you think is good and right. But if you kill me, be sure of one thing. You will be guilty of killing an innocent person. You will make this city and everyone living in it guilty too. The Lord really did send me to you. The message you heard really is from the Lord. Then the leaders and all the people spoke. They said to the priests and the prophets, Jeremiah must not be killed. What he told us comes from the Lord our God. Then some of the leaders of Judah stood up 
and spoke to all the people. They said, Micah the prophet was from the town of Moresheth. He was a prophet during the time that Hezekiah was king of Judah. Micah said this to all the people of Judah. This is what the Lord all-powerful says. Zion will be destroyed. It will become a plowed field. Jerusalem will become a pile of rocks. Bushes will cover the hill where the temple now stands. King Hezekiah of Judah and the people of Judah did not kill Micah. You know that Hezekiah respected the Lord and begged him to be kind to his people. So the Lord changed his mind and did not destroy them as he said he would. So now, if we hurt Jeremiah, we will bring a terrible disaster on ourselves. About the same time that Jeremiah was speaking for the Lord, there was another man who spoke the Lord's message. His name was Ariah, son of Shemaiah, from the city of Kiriath-Jerim. Ariah said the same things against this city and this land that Jeremiah did. King Jehoiakim, his army officers, and the leaders of Judah heard Ariah and became angry. King Jehoiakim wanted to kill Ariah, but Ariah heard about it. Ariah was afraid, so he escaped to the land of Egypt. But King Jehoiakim sent Elnathan, son of Akpor, and some other men to Egypt. They brought Ariah from Egypt and took him to King Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim ordered Ariah to be killed with a sword. Ariah's body was thrown into the burial place where the poor are buried. But this did not happen to Jeremiah, because an important man named Ahikam, son of Shaphan, supported him. He kept Jeremiah from being killed by the priests and prophets. First Thessalonians chapter 5 Be ready for the Lord's coming. Now, brothers and sisters, we don't need to write to you about times and dates. You know very well that the day when the Lord comes again will be like a surprise, like a thief who comes at night. People will say, We have peace and we are safe. At that time, destruction will come to them quickly, like the pains of a woman giving birth, and those people will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not living in darkness. And so that day will not surprise you like a thief. You are all people who belong to the light. You belong to the day. We don't belong to the night or to the darkness. So we should not be like other people. We should not be sleeping. We should be awake and have self-control. People who sleep, sleep at night. People who drink too much, drink at night. But we belong to the day. So we should control ourselves. We should wear faith and love to protect us, and the hope of salvation should be our helmet. God did not choose us to suffer his anger. God chose us to have salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus died for us so that we can live together with him. It is not important if we are alive or dead when he comes. So encourage each other and help each other grow stronger in faith, just as you are already doing. Final Instructions and Greetings Now, brothers and sisters, 
we ask you to recognize the value of those who work hard among you, those who, as followers of the Lord, serve as your leaders and tell you how to live. Show them the highest respect and love because of the work they do. Live in peace with each other. We ask you, brothers and sisters, to warn those who will not work, encourage those who are afraid, help those who are weak, be patient with everyone. No one should ever try to pay back wrong for wrong, but always try to do what is good for each other and for all people. Always be full of joy. Never stop praying. Whatever happens, always be thankful. This is how God wants you to live in Christ Jesus. Don't stop the work of the Holy Spirit. Don't treat prophecy like something that is not important, but test everything. Keep what is good. Stay away from everything that is evil. We pray that God himself, the God of peace, will make you pure, belonging only to him. We pray that your whole self spirit, soul, and body will be kept safe and free from blame when our Lord Jesus Christ comes. The one who calls you will do that for you. You can trust him. Brothers and sisters, please pray for us. Give all the brothers and sisters the special greeting of God's people. I tell you by the authority of the Lord to read this letter to all the believers there. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Psalm 119, verses 17 to 24. Gamal. Be good to me, your servant, so that I may live to obey your word. Open my eyes so that I can see all the wonderful things in your teachings. I feel like a stranger here on earth. I need to know your commands. Don't keep them hidden from me. All I have ever wanted is to understand your laws. You have told the proud how angry you are with them. All those who refuse to obey your commands are cursed. Don't let me be ashamed and embarrassed because I have obeyed your rules. Rulers have met and made plans against me, but I, your servant, continue to study your laws. Your rules make me happy. They give me good advice. Thank you, everyone. That was day 285. Join us for day 286. In a game of charades, God has Jeremiah walking around town wearing a yoke around his neck. Not yoke from an egg. It's the big wooden thing you put on labor animals. And this is to be a sign that King Nebuchadnezzar will put a yoke around God's people in slavery. But then a clever priest confronts Jeremiah in front of everyone and tells everyone that there will be peace. And he breaks the yoke off Jeremiah's neck, telling everyone that this is what God will do with Babylon. Don't worry about it. But of course, he is a false prophet and God plans on killing him within that year. And in the New Testament, we will begin the book of Second Thessalonians. I'll be giving a detailed introduction, and he starts the letter in a big way, talking about Jesus is going to come down with angels and fire, and non-believers are going to pay. But don't worry, the believers will be just fine. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. 
please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.